So Hello Pal then became the social platform. And then we had Language Pal and Travel Pal. We feel that eventually, even if you come through on one app with one purpose, eventually you would require the services from the other apps. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hi, and welcome to the My Future Business Show. My name is Rick Nusky. Thank you very much for joining us today. On today's call, we're going to be talking about an organization that are making massive headways uh, in this space. It's called Hello Pal, and I'm on the line with the wonderful KL Wong. Welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Rick. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, my pleasure. Now, I've been looking through, um, you know, Google Play at the apps. I've been looking through the bios, and I'm seeing some incredibly exciting uh, moves through the different stock exchanges, and I'd love to talk about all of these things that are happening and uh, learn a bit more about that. But what I like to do is is, uh, learn a little bit more about you. Um, First of all, where are you located? I'm in Hangzhou, the city of Hangzhou, which is the same place where Alibaba is, which you've probably heard of, which is near Shanghai, Shanghai city, which everyone's heard of. So Hangzhou is a city about one hour away, Fantastic. but also a very bustling IT city. Yes, absolutely. Um, and China is known for its uh, is, uh, technology and its infrastructure, and it's a credit to you. So uh, keep up the great work. Now, um, I'd love to learn a little bit more about um, routines, your daily routines, because I can, I can just tell that you are a very busy individual. How much, uh, what does your daily routine look like? Is it a very busy day? Yeah, pretty much, especially especially recently and especially <laughs> with the time zone difference with the West. So I find myself having to wake up very early and do interviews uh, like 8, 8 a.m. in the morning <laughs> and also past midnight. Oh, fantastic. No, look, I'm sure it's uh, very much well worthwhile. Now, um, given that you are deeply involved with um, Hello Power from the start, in actual fact, you're the founder um, of Hello Power. Do you have any times uh, for hobbies or doing any other thing other than the business right now? Oh, yes. Yes, that I must find time because I now have a one-year-old. Oh. Who, yeah, oh. And <laughs> my, my passion actually is, it, it revolves around education. Fantastic. So actually, Hello Pal even started off that way. So my first business was in the field of early education. And that was directly because I was teaching my own daughter. So, so now, similarly, I'm, I'm back very much into education uh, in teaching my own son. Yes, fantastic. So that's also, that's also another uh, business I'm also um, keenly exploring right now uh, in, in my spare time. In your spare time. Wow, I'm surprised yeah. there is much spare time. <laughs> now, in terms of education, um, how valuable is it for you to um, continually be learning? Oh, very much. I, I, I'm, you know, one, one thing I tell people is that being in China, because YouTube access is blocked in China, yep. and, but luckily we have ways around it, you know, which is you know, a gray area. VPNs but I keep telling things. people that, that's right, that's right. If, if being in China, if I'm unable to access YouTube, which is where I get a lot of information, it, it would be very difficult for me to continue staying in China. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, you know, there's always a path, isn't there, Fuel? It's never that we don't have enough uh, resources. It's just that we lack resourcefulness, isn't it? Yeah, that's so, right. Now, well, look, I'm that's loving right. this conversation. I'm sure we're going to go down some uh, different paths. Now, uh, in terms of uh, people that inspire you, if you had the opportunity to meet someone, Kale, who in this world would you like to meet, do you think? Hmm. Probably um, Salman Khan of the Khan Academy. Oh, right. Because he is an educator. Yep. Uh, in some ways, he's uh, similar to me in, in that he, his business started off as a passion in teaching. I think it was his nephew. Yep. He was doing videos for his nephew. And, and then those videos took a life of its own and then became what's now the Khan Academy. Yeah, that's excellent. And, and that, that inspires me because, you know, my teaching my own children has also turned into a business. So maybe one day, hopefully, it'll be as successful as, as Khan Academy is. Yes, thank you for sharing. Now, I wonder, um, given that my focus is not about just the nuts and bolts of a business and in particular, uh, Hello Power in this call, but I'd love to go back, if you can recall, when you were growing up, what was one of the most fondest memories that you have as a child? Cool. Little while back now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh. Uh, it would probably, probably my time as uh, during uh, what's called the, the primary school, primary school yes. time. Yes. When I was uh, very much into Star Wars and, and, you know, trying my best to acquire Star Wars toys <laughs> uh, behind my parents' back. Uh, you're, you, um, sound like, you sound like me. I'm an, I'm an avid Star Wars fan. Absolutely <laughs> love Star Wars. Do you keep up with it? Yeah. And, and being conned in the process, <laughs> uh, trying to get all of the toys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and when you were growing up, and we often um, find somebody that's around us that we connect with. Who in your early days did you listen to the most? It can be friends, family, colleagues? Mm. I think uh, probably my, well, I would say my dad's words had the most influence on me. Fantastic. Whether yeah. it appears I, that I'm listening or not, but <laughs> certainly, you know, his, his, his words had the biggest impact. Yeah, no, I, I, I really love this because it, we're leading to a path um, shortly. Now, in terms of, uh, you know, your first entrepreneurial experience. One, uh, what was it? And was it natural for you? Did you always know that you were going to go and do things yourself? Yeah, I think pretty early on because my background was in law. I read law in university yep. Yep. and I started off as a lawyer. Uh, but very soon, I pretty much knew that I would not be a lawyer. Uh, I, I, that just wasn't for me. Didn't like it. It was too constraining yep. you know I, I i just felt really caged up yep i had yep. all these ideas that i wanted to express but nowhere to express them yeah and and so even as a lawyer well at least you know i, I channeled my energies into doing it related law so i was always fascinated with technology and so so i became you know a, a mini expert in, in, in my in Chinese internet law during my time mm -hmm. 
uh, and, and, you know, that made it less unbearable. Uh, and, and I was very, very pleased that uh, during the dot-com boom, uh, one of our clients, uh, which was, had a partnership with AOL and which was then the first Chinese internet company to list on NASDAQ, uh, approached me and asked me to join them. I said, hooray, you know. And <laughs> at that time, my, my position was a senior, uh, a senior legal counsel, senior counsel and business development director, uh, which I grabbed one. with open arms. And so because I was already half out of the legal field. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's and, wonderful. Then, and then, yeah, after helping them spin off a subsidiary on the Hong Kong uh, Gem Board Stock Exchange, secondary board, uh, I then became, I took on a management role, vice president of, of strategy. So, so I was fully out of law and, and that's when I, you know, I was, I was, I was overjoyed. But still, um, I, I still wanted to do something myself. And, yeah. and then an opportunity came after the dot-com bust. I joined SoftBank Investment. And, and that's when, uh, although I knew that wasn't a final stop for me, but it, it allowed me the opportunity to get up close and personal with a lot of startups and for me to see what it was like, and which proved to be extreme, extremely beneficial yeah. when I ended up myself starting my own company. Now, for anybody who's listening to this, we, we often have um, startup entrepreneurs uh, with no experience. We have existing small to medium-sized uh, business owners listening in. Can you learn entrepreneurialism, or is it something that you have to have inside you from the start? I think a lot of it can be learned. Mm -hmm. I think a, a lot of missteps can be avoided. Uh, the, the path does not need to be as rocky. But I think, you know, it's just like the question of nature versus nurture. I think there is a part in, in both, a role to play uh, from, from both aspects. So, so I think you also need to have that entrepreneurial spirit. Yep. Um, the appetite for risk-taking the willingness to lose it all because some people don't have that. No. Some people, they, they are saying, no, you know, I, I cannot imagine myself, you know, out of a job and not having a stable income. That's not a risk that, that they're willing to take. So that, I think that already disqualifies a lot of people. Yeah, well, look, you only live once, don't you? You might as well go for it with both hands. Well, that's how I feel. Yeah. But uh, for some people, you know, different people have different priorities and, and, and they, they rank you know, these with different importance. Yeah, absolutely. So, so to each their own. Absolutely. Um, this has been a great call so far. Thank you so much for opening up about uh, your points of view and your experiences. And I, I wonder, given how much you know, I, I have a, a question about mentorship. Do you value mentors? And um, do you have one at the moment? Yes, I think mentorship is, is very, very key. And... I think it help. It would help anyone, especially having someone with experience in what you're doing. As I was saying earlier, th there's a lot that can be learned, and mm -hmm. a lot of it comes can come from mentorship. Of course, some comes from just plain failure, uh, experience from failure. Yeah, uh, both which have their place. But uh, mentorship, yeah, can be very important. And I do consider myself to have mentors. I I consider them friends. Yep. As well as as well as mentors, and 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 one in particular came out from my time during SoftBank, where the where at that time I was the one looking for companies to invest in, and it's also the reason why I'm I ended up in Hangzhou 
from where I was at that time, Hong Kong. Yep. It was a company at that time um, which did mobile uh, uh, mobile games. So we invest invested in them. It was a company in Hangzhou, and and since then, you know, we sold off that company. And after we sold it off, uh, the founder then went into venture capital, and he's now an extremely successful venture capital. Uh, uh, investor yep. um, in in China, and then after that, I became an entrepreneur, and now the roles have reversed. So he's <laughs> investing in my company, and also has also become a, not only a good friend but also a mentor in many respects. Yeah, well, thank you for for sharing that. Now I wonder uh, what was the genesis for um, your wonderful organization, Hello Power. Where where did this come from? I think or we would have to go back to my first business, which is Brill Kids, uh, which was in the field of early education. Yep. So, so after doing that, I wanted to expand the business to to China, and 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 I came to Hangzhou, you know, partly due to the influence of that gentleman I mentioned earlier. Yep. And and so. And I, I wanted to address the language learning market for for primary school children, and I wanted to do it where where there was a strong social element in it, where the children in China wanting to learn English would be able to interact with the children overseas, especially in English speaking countries, wanting to learn Chinese, yes. and to give them a platform yes. where they interact as they learn the language and also bring in parents, their parents to help the children of, you know, the, the, the other side yep. to also to act as their native language uh, teacher. So, so we actually started off uh, doing that. And uh, along the way, we decided to pivot because uh, doing that segment Required. There was a lot more complications that we had, we had to deal with parental control. Mm-hmm. You know, with with whether you know children really loved, wanted to learn that way, whether it's suitable, whether you know it's just too early for 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 parents, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah. So we decided to put that on a back burner and pivot to the adult language learning market first. So and hence, hello, pal. Uh, which still had this international social element. Um, and, and in the beginning, it, it was much more language learning focus. But uh, uh, after we launched it, we realized that there were three groups of people uh, using, using the app. One was just purely social. They, they, they didn't really care much about language learning. They just yep. wanted to meet foreigners. Yep. Typically, people from developing countries wanting to meet people from developed countries. And, and then we had the language learners. Uh, and then there was a third group, uh, travelers, who wanted to meet people in other countries before they traveled there. So, so we decided to to have different apps for those three three segments because we felt that one app couldn't cater for all of them for properly. Of them. Yeah. So HelloPal then became the social platform, and then we had LanguagePal and TravelPal. So, but but each worked to to help each other. And, and and consolidate each each other and because we feel that eventually even if you come through on one app with one uh, purpose eventually you would require the services from the other apps so so yeah 
It's a so it's, Hello Power is our social. It's app. it's a very different um, social media model, isn't it? Um, you know, we, they seem to all like the likes of Facebook and all the other, I guess you'd call them giants in in the industry, have their apps, but. This seems very different. You've had explosive growth. What is it? Nine hundred percent over the last um, fiscal year. Um, yeah. What are you doing differently to get such explosive growth? It's just yeah. incredible. Well, yeah. The the explosive growth uh, in the last year was on the revenue side. Yeah. And that's because we added something I've been wanting to add for the longest time, which. I didn't because I didn't have the right team. But in late 2018, I finally came across a team which I partnered with and which I brought into the company to help us do live streaming. So, so I think many companies are finding that, especially social platforms, that the best way to monetize traffic is through live streaming. And, and that's really proven true for us. Uh, there are other ways to monetize it and other, other people have also done so successfully. But even those people have found that when they've added live streaming to their social platform, the monetization improves dramatically beyond that. Yeah. So, so the growth primarily has, has come from live streaming. And, and live streaming, uh, I, I believe, has been pushed to, you know, it, it, the cutting edge of it has been in China. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, we brought on a really strong team with with very good experience in live streaming. We are in a global society and I think there's lots to be learned from all parts of the world. And it's, uh, again, a credit to you for uh, what you are doing. Now, I wonder, in terms of, you, you talked about um, the team that you brought on. How do you build a successful team that goes into this? What does the selection process look like? It must be quite difficult to find the right people to, to match your vision. Yeah, um, I think it requires a lot, a lot of luck, actually. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's it, yeah, and, and and just context because it's it it's really one of the key factors in success. You know, I I, I used to think that the idea is so important, mm -hmm. but really, I mean, as time goes on, I find that that becomes one of the least relevant things. You know, in in determining the success of a company. And one key factor is really the people you're able to, to bring around you. And, and how do you find good people? Sometimes it's just really down to just plain dumb luck. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, it, unfortunately. And, and it seems to me that even with billions of people on your side, it's still that struggle is the same anywhere else in the world, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, in a sense, it's, it's also... It's like a, a, a snowball effect yeah. when, yeah. where as you become more and more successful, then better people are, are attracted to you. You attract yeah. better people. So, so, but it's really in the beginning, which is really difficult to 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 have a team. Of course, if you happen to to come from a from a successful uh, big company, so for example, like a lot of successful companies, there, there are for example ex Googlers. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. And they, they would have no problem attracting venture capital. Yeah. You know, but but for the other, you know, other unfortunate people like myself, that then it's, it's yeah, yeah it's you, really you, um, you seem to have stumbled across this magnificent idea for for Hello Pal. Now, oftentimes it doesn't work that way. You have to um, ask the market 
what they really want. Was there ever an element of having to ask the market what they want, or is it just all fallen into place for Hello Power? Yeah, there's in the process. There's always a lot of trial and error. Yeah. What some sometimes features which we think would do well, you know, it pro proves not to be the case. Yeah. And and vice versa. I mean, some something that we thought, you know, it's it's nah, we'll we'll just put it out there. But hey, you know, the the, the feedback is fantastic, and and then so we put more resources into it. So yeah. I, I wonder, um, we're all going through this uh, global pandemic at the moment. Has it had any impact, um, positive and negative, on Hello Power like it has other businesses and industries? Yeah, I think for us, the great thing is because it's purely in the digital domain, mm -hmm. um, certainly the, the negative impacts uh, have not been, been much. And, and I think that's more positive yep. than negative. Yeah. Um, and you would expect that with, with live streaming. So especially, you know, uh, uh, with our overseas expansion in live streaming, I think that's been a great boon because um, a, a lot of people are looking for ways to earn extra income. And one way is really to live stream. I think some people are truly shocked when they learn how much the top live streamers earn. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And you wonder, why, why, why is she... <laughs> she just bought. She just bought an apartment last month. She's buying another one. Where is she getting all that money from? Uh, he's got money trees yeah, somewhere. Th that's right, and and it's, it just blows people's minds. You know how much some of the live streamers earn. Yeah, I, I, I sit here and I think to myself, I, I try to put myself in the shoes of our audience and and, and ask, ask you questions um, that are relevant to help them. Now, with that, you talked about um, failure earlier. Um, what are some of the biggest um, lessons that you've taken from failure, do you think? Um, is it resilience? Is it tenacity? Yeah. What is it? First of all, you know, be expect, uh, you know, be ready for failure. Yeah. And and I think failure does not necessarily uh, don't take failure personally. Yeah. Because a lot of times you may have done everything right, but just that the timing's not right. Mm -hmm. So doing the exact same thing in a different time maybe may, may have made all the difference. Yeah, timing's everything. And. and yeah, so 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 I've I've learned to just go with the flow and and depends on how much you it really means to you to to want to pursue what you're doing. So for example, when when I start off my my first business, uh, Brill Kids, which is in early education, I went in rightly or wrongly, not really having much of a business plan, and and because I felt that. I don't really mind if it fails because I just need this product out in the market because I think it will benefit a lot of people. It will at least benefit myself. And, and so I, as, as a customer, I need, I, at least I would benefit. Yeah. So, and, and, and I strongly believe even if the business is, does, does not succeed financially or, or succeed to a level, which, which is, which is worthwhile for me, at least it has still helped people. So in that sense, I went in there not having too great a pressure on myself. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and, and and so the 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 good thing is, you know, the business is still around, <laughs> and and now and now the product has helped my second child. 
and, and it's formed a basis for me to create a new product on top of that, but which I would not have created if it hadn't been for the first product. Yes, of course. Now, I so, wonder, so, can I ask you yeah. just before I forget, um, early on when we're younger, oftentimes we're motiv- motivated by money. Do you think you're still motivated purely by money? Uh, rightly or wrongly, <laughs> not much. I mean, that, that, that actually, it is certainly a motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is certainly something which I sometimes would daydream of. Oh, it would be so nice. If, you know, <laughs> a Bentley. You know, blah, blah, blah. You know. <laughs> but but, but that's, that's not really what you know, drives me to continue to work. Right. Um, it's, it's really the, the satisfaction in being, being able to turn an idea uh, into reality and seeing people benefit from that. And that in itself is is huge enough reward for me. So, so which is why, for my first business, even though financially it hasn't really been successful, but you know it, it pays its own bills. Yep. Uh, but you know, for me, I I've, I'm very pleased with it already because I've seen how many people this helped. I've seen you know the countless videos of parents posting, you know, of their children learning to read you know, learning, et cetera, et cetera. And, and we, from that, we created a, a, a foundation which has helped countless of children in, in, in very poor countries, you know, orphanages, yep. which, and, they, and they write, you know, letters of gratitude, you know, for, for the help. That, that, that is more than reward for me. Absolutely. You know, now, do so you whether financially, yeah, eventually, whether it makes you know, a, a Big, a lot of sense financially that that's you know that's that's bo- a bonus which i can i can have or have not it's a bonus of a good uh, it's a byproduct of a a good process isn't it yeah, um, yeah i'd love to if i could um go back to that very first time with um hello pal when you saw the accolades come through you saw that it was working for that first family that first friend that first stranger from overseas how did it make you feel like with education, you know, um, a, a sense of, you know, a pat on the back that say, hey, you know, you, you, you're, you're helping people. Yeah. So, so the, the you know, I, I haven't mentioned HelloPal's company mission is to bring the world closer together. Yeah. So, so, so for me, you know, the business that I do, it, it needs to have a larger purpose than just, you know, m- m- making money. Yeah. So... So for me, that's so everything that we do needs to be able to relate back to that, uh, to to that mission. And I think that mission has become even more important in today's world, which has become more and more segregated and and and, and opposed. Absolutely, uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, that's right. So 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 that brings an extra urgency to what we're doing. Yeah, in closing. And, 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 and even, even like uh, the, the recent endeavors that we've been doing with cryptocurrency, some people say, hey, you know, what's that got to do with the business? Yes, let's talk about that. that that's very exciting, something that's happening. Yeah, I mean, when, when we first announced, made our, our announcement that we're doing, we're going to help users do um, Bitcoin mining. I said, what's that got to do with HelloPal? <laughs> I said, well... First of all, first and foremost, 
uh, financially, which is what a lot of people care about. We, we think this is going to be a good business. Okay, so we think we're, we're very certain this is going to earn us money. Where we, we are allowing people, our users, to to Bitcoin mine. So so not just do cloud mining where they're buying computing power, which a lot of which are frankly scams. Yeah, uh, we are we are actually allowing you to essentially buy a Bitcoin mining machine to to mine yourself and and that machine is yours that specific machine is yours it, it, we'll even show you your name on it we'll live stream it if, if you want to show hey this is your machine and, and the bitcoin that's appearing in, in your crypto wallet yeah it's, it's it's from this particular machine you know of course you can also uh, buy jointly with others if the machine is is too much so it allows a peop a, a, a way for people to to get in on the action uh, because there's a lot of interest in in bitcoin in in the past few months oh. and and increasingly increasingly so yeah absolutely so 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 but as i said that that's a larger purpose to what we're doing why why we are doing that is because uh currency and payments and exchange of value is really a fundamental piece in the puzzle that of what we're doing in, in our international platform mm -hmm. because as an international platform eventually you you need to deal with the exchange of value and right now it's, it's tremendously difficult with the way you know some people don't even have bank accounts in, in third world countries no so so, so how are you going to receive money and pay to these people so so we see cryptocurrency you know being borderless you know, as a very, very good fit to what we're doing. And we like to think ourselves as a borderless platform and, and be in a position to help people from all over the world uh, be able to not only interact, but be able to reward each other. And so you, crypto is really a, 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 a linchpin yeah. in, in this puzzle. Yeah. And so this Bitcoin mining, what we're trying to do is to get people, get our users familiar with cryptocurrency and also to bring people outside our platform who are already uh, users of cryptocurrency into our platform to help you know, spread cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. so, so, so that's really why we're doing it. It's very exciting. And I also want to talk about uh, other ways that you monetize um, Hello Power. Could you talk a little bit about the, the process outside of uh, Bitcoining, uh, mining? Yeah, so um, right now the, the main revenue stream comes from live streaming. And, and the way live streaming monetization works uh, is this so uh if if you are a host a live streaming host mm -hmm. uh so you would be there you know live streaming yourself uh, you could be singing performing yeah, or just chatting yep with people and typically uh live streamers are females and 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 it's the guys who who become their fans and want to show their appreciation and, and want to get their attention. So, so then they give, they give virtual gifts uh -huh. to the host. So, so in order to give gifts, so I, I buy these virtual coins. So, so it's like going to an arcade and you buy all these virtual tokens I understand. with which you spend. Yeah. So similarly, I use these tokens to buy you virtual gifts. It could be like a virtual rose all the way to a, a huge, you know, virtual Ferrari. Obviously, not, but not called Ferrari. <laughs> but, but the bigger the gift, the more obvious it is. So, so it's like the sense of pride, also. Yep. And, and yep. then, um, you know, the, so you as a host would also, you know, have that vanity effect. Say, wow, you know, the whole platform, you know, saw that, you know, 
XYZ gave me, you know, virtual Ferrari, you know, <laughs> etc. So, so, so the platform gets um, that payment uh, from your top up, but obviously the the host, you as a host, get to cash out what you receive. Oh, yeah. So, which the pa- the flat the platform will pay you. Uh, from the gifts that you receive. So, and later on, um, when the uh, Bitcoin comes online uh, strong, you'll be able to receive Bitcoin as payment, presumably, and then convert Absolutely. it to cash if you needed to. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, th- I think, yeah, we, we, it would still, it would probably replace cash. Yep. So instead of using cash to buy the buy the coins, uh, you would use Bitcoin, Bitcoin. etc. Now, yeah. I heard that you also have a, another coin that you might be offering to mine. Is that is that true? Yes, the so so our first announcement we talked about the ability to mine Bitcoin and Ethereum. Yeah. Um, yep. And and recently we've just made an announcement where we are making a very big bet on Dogecoin. Yeah. And, and Dogecoin goes hand in hand with with Litecoin because uh, that's uh, the the simplest most straightforward way where you get Dogecoin, which is where, where you mine Litecoin because they're merged. <clears throat> so. Uh, we and the reason why we pay a lot of attention to Dogecoin is because we see that as potentially the currency of the internet. So it, it could even play a more significant role than Bitcoin because right now Dogecoin is starting to be used in social uh, environments yep, yep. like Reddit. Yep. So so. We, we see a lot of potential f- for it to be become more and more important. And I think it's, it's a gr- an even greater fit for our platform being a social platform, an international social platform, you know, where eventually it, we could see on our platform Do- Dogecoin usage to be even more than Bitcoin. And so we're, we're making a, an early and big bet on Dogecoin, which is, what, which is why we announced yeah, uh, uh, our taking a position in a Dogecoin mining facility mm-hmm. as well as, as Dogecoin mining assets. And, and similarly with these Dogecoin mining assets, we will allow users to buy these Dogecoin mining machines for themselves. This is no small undertaking and it's an incredible thing that you're doing. It's very forward thinking um, and I wish you all the very best. Now, um, we're at the pointy end of the call and now it's time to talk about, if we could please, um, how people can get their hands on this wonderful product, HelloPal. The simplest way would be to hit the App Store for iPhones or Google Play for Android devices. And just search for Hello Pal and you'll find us. That's fantastic. Now, anybody who's on the call with us, um, I'll be making sure to provide the links back to Hello Pal and all of the other relevant information that you're going to need. Definitely take a look. It's very much worthwhile. It's an amazing platform. I've been looking through the uh, Google Play Store myself. Very, very exciting. And with all that being said, Kale, thank you so very much for spending some time with me on the My Future Business Show today. Thanks so much, Rick. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.